All right. Welcome to the Niner Fanatic Podcast. Uh, my name is Peter Lucas, and I'll be getting you ready for this divisional round matchup. 49ers Packers uh, rematch from week three, I believe it was week three. Uh, these ta- these teams saw each other last in week three and both had completely different team chemistries and personnel playing at that time. So this is going to be a uh, it's going to be a completely different game and it's going to be completely different matchups, completely different schemes, completely different uh, ways that the coach are, are thinking of this game. So uh, this, it's going to be really, it's going to be a great game. I've, it, the elements are going to be involved. So um, 49ers didn't really find their identity till week eight, I believe. So you could say week 10 due to the injuries and Kyle find, kind of finding his way with, uh, with how he was doing his play calling. And in the beginning of the year, he was really kind of, uh, trying out a lot of new things and seeing what he could get away with uh, with his rookies and with his new the new players on the team and it wasn't until week eight week ten ish that uh, that he fe- that he really found remembered his identity and what and what he needed to do to win win ball games um, so Green Bay has had injuries throughout the season but have battled through without some of their all pro guys pretty much for the whole season. And they're going to get him back for this game, of course, because everybody loves to get healthy and loves to play the 49ers. That's, that's the league. Like every time we play somebody and it's a big game, everybody's got to come back for the game. Other teams get away with, with playing uh, teams, B teams, but not the 49ers. So we know, we knew it was coming and, they're, they're, they're bringing all hands on deck to, to match the physicality of the 49ers. And that's really, that's really what we're known for at this point. Um, 49ers have dominated this playoff matchup in, uh, in recent years. And we know the coaching staff will be using that as a rallying cry for this game. Green Bay is going to go to their guys and, and tell them, hey, look, like you guys have been these guys whipping boy for the last however long. And when are you guys going to step up and match that physicality, match the grit, match the toughness? And when, and basically the 49, this, the 49ers don't have to do any of that because that's just who the 49ers are. They're a physical team. Kyle kind of preaches that. I mean, he even, he even really put Ayuk supposedly in the doghouse just because he wasn't kind of buying into that mentality. He wasn't finishing blocks. And all of a sudden, Ayuk is a model citizen for us now. And uh, it's, it's just a testament to the way Kyle coaches up and the way he gets his positional coaches to, uh, to coach him up. So uh, I feel like that is every team that the 49ers play going forward whether even if they get past this game are constantly, that's constantly in the back of their head that they have to match the physicality. So, um, but uh, weather, weather is going to play a big factor in this game. It's supposed to be in single did the weather's supposed to be in single digits that uh, the temperature is supposed to be in single digits that day. So uh, by game time and it's, so that's going to be, that's going to be a factor um, it favors the Packers since Rodgers is playing in that type of weather his basically his whole career, which is a long time at this point. And uh, but uh, he's been playing it in, in big games also. So 
this this is just another big game for him and and you know it's it, it it's it's not just another big game he he's really to, uh going towards the tail end of his career and he he wants to pile up those wins and he wants to possibly get to another Super Bowl. So he's going to be playing his heart out. We know that. And we know Rodgers is a great quarterback. Uh, so uh, we're we, they have the 49ers, I'm sure, are fully prepared for uh, the greatness that is Aaron Rodgers. Uh, 49ers style should be built for this type of weather, though, because what they want to do is they want to run the they want to run the ball and they want to be physical and they're not. They're not a finesse team. They're not trusting in, uh, they're not going for a bunch of air yards. Uh, so it's, but we'll see if the ball security becomes an issue uh, because as built as the 49ers style is for this type of weather, they haven't really had to play in that style of weather. So I think ball security is really going to be in, uh, really going to be the main issue in this game and for the 49ers. Uh, because obviously Green Bay is used to playing in that type of weather. But for the 49ers, it's going to be key there. I mean, they're coming from the West Coast. So how are they, are they going to be able to hold on to the ball and not fumble and uh, catch and catch those balls that they, they should be catching? So, But let's start off with the Packers, the Packer, and uh, talk about the Packers a little bit. Uh, Packers are 13-4 and four this season. They're the number one seed. Uh, and they earned that. They earned that number one seed. They were the best team in the NFC, I believe, for this season. I mean, they're the continuity. And I mean, the fact that they had a bunch of all pro guys that they've been missing most of the year and they were able to come up with a 13 to four record. I mean, granted, they have Aaron Rodgers, uh, but that's other teams have great quarterbacks. And I mean, and they're and they weren't the number one seed. So it's uh it's a testament to the coaching staff for uh, it's another Shanahan protege in uh, Matt LaFleur. And, but it's a testament to hit that coaching staff that they were able to guide this team through those hard times and just adjust the game plan. I mean, it's really much like the 49ers have been doing uh, much of the season. They had to adjust the game plan to the injuries and to their different, uh, the got the things that were working and the things that weren't working they, I think they just found their identity a little bit later than the Packers did. Um, but uh, they have a number one to number two, you, I guess you might put him in number three QB in the league, depending on who you're asking from any on any given week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a top, I think he's a top two, uh, if not top three quarterback in the league. And it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be rough for the 49ers to stop this guy. Like uh, he has, uh, Rodgers is a first ballot Hall of Famer that still has tremendous throwing ability, not just throwing ability. He can get out and, and run for a first down here and there and has a uh, and has a ridiculous rapport with Devontae Adams, uh, his main target. And I just don't think that there's nobody can really stop his rapport with Devontae Adams. It's you're not going to stop it. You just have to contain it and keep it from completely destroying you um so i think that uh but uh but they just got bakhtiari back from ir uh they still have a solid running game with aaron jones and aj Dillon. so it's not like it's just Devonte adams he has a solid offensive line in front of him uh which i think for the most part he's had an, a solid offensive line uh for 
for I would say the last at least since Matt LaFleur has been there. So um, that's that hasn't changed. And the 49ers were still always able to get to him. But we're going to see with the weather being what it is, are they going to still be able to do that? And uh, but I think Bakhtiari returning from IR is going to be huge for them uh, because they're going to be looking. I mean, they've got to stop that that uh that d-line from the 49ers and it's yeah i mean it's a tough d-line like i mean we've gone over this week after week after week but the d-line is is the main part of their defense and uh if and it goes along they go along it goes a long way to get past this through this defense if you can stop that defensive line so Bakhtiari being back is going to be huge protecting uh, aaron Rodgers' blind side um but but they do still have a solid running game with Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. Neither hit 1,000 yards rushing this year, but they almost had identical uh, amount of carries and identical amount of yards. It, it, they just do it in different ways. AJ Dillon is a bigger back. Uh, Aaron Jones is there is kind of their home run hitter, but he hasn't been so much of a home run hitter this season. And uh, I'm not quite too sure about why that is. I don't know. I know he's been dealing. He's been banged up and dealing with little injuries here and there. But uh, but it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how they try to work their running game because the work the running game and what they do with the running backs is really the main part of their offense. Uh, I think that's why Aaron Rodgers was so uh, against. He's been thinking about leaving this team because they uh for the last couple of years is because they wanted to kind of move away from him and depend on this running game and not just the running game but they want to use him in the they want to use those running backs in the passing game also but it makes Aaron Rodgers almost into an, a dinker and a dunker and I don't and I don't obviously if you watched Aaron Rodgers for any amount of time you would know that he is not a dinker and a dunker he wants to throw the ball downfield he wants to throw those back shoulders and uh he doesn't want to dink and dunk. He doesn't want to do a bunch of designed, designed plays because he doesn't think he has to. He wants to take advantage of that, uh, of that the guy that he sees as the weak point in that on the on the defense. And it's going to be really. It's always been interesting watching that him kind of. Uh, I mean, he wins. Obviously, it works. Obviously, the system works. But his kind of pushback against it has always been interesting to me. Uh, because it, it seems to me like you would want, especially going into your golden years, you would want to, uh, for them to take some of the load off of your back, which I feel like if he would just, in, just embrace, fully embrace the system, I feel like the, the sky would be the limit for this system, but it's still lethal, even without him embrace, fully embracing it. So, um, but uh, the interesting part about these two running backs is, they did have, even though they didn't have one a thousand yard rushing, they had they both had over a thousand yards, all purpose yards from rushing and receiving, and they had seventeen combined touchdowns rushing and receiving. So that tells you right there that that's what they wanted. They want to involve these running backs, and they want to get the there early and often. So it's going to be really key for the 49ers to stop that running game and to kind of be able to, to see those guys coming out of the backfield. Cause I think I, I I'm just a believer that that's the way they're going to try and scheme it up. Um, but yeah, LaFleur is going to want to make, uh, use those backs in multiple ways. 
but I expect Dylan to get a majority of the of this of the carries in this game because of the weather and uh, he's a bigger back he's they want to make the 49ers tackle and luckily for the 49ers they they're really good at tackling so but uh, and uh, but I would say that Warner in specifically who's kind of banged up is has been he's been kind of iffy on the tackling this year not not all the time but he's had moments where he's he's missed a few like uh and it's been kind of really uncharacteristic for him this season and he's still been really a really great middle linebacker but he's he hasn't been he hasn't been typical all pro fred where he's just flying around and you can't get away from him he's gonna make every tackle and all that kind of stuff he he really he really hasn't been that and uh so we'll see in this game, but I know that that's what they want to do. They want to make those linebackers uh, tackle, and uh, especially in this weather, it's going to be really difficult. I, I expect them to to go for some to try and knock the ball out and go for some fumbles in this game. We we're going to see, but uh, but I I just looking at the stats and watching the the tape over the last couple of games, I know that that's what they want to do. Um, Far and away, Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver and, we- and weapon overall on this team, even though I just talked about their running backs and what they want to do. But, uh, but really, Devontae Adams is what makes this, this offense kind of go uh, because he gives them a, a guy that's always going to be open. It doesn't matter who's on him. Uh, because of his rapport with Aaron Rodgers, they're going to they're gonna find a way to get him the ball. I mean, the targets – that this guy, this man gets on, on a, on a gamely basis is off the charts. And, uh, and I mean, he does, I mean, the guy has 123 receptions uh, for 1,553 yards and 11 touchdowns. If that doesn't tell you that they are going to get this man, the ball, regardless, that's, that should be enough to tell you, tell you that. So, um, but the closest receiver to uh, to Adams is is Lazard, I mean, with 40 receptions and uh, 513 yards, eight touchdowns. I mean, eight touchdowns isn't anything to sniff to sniff at. But um, but the fact that that you go from 1,553 yards to the closest guy to him is 513 yards. That's almost a thousand less yards. <laughs> so you can tell that the, that the rest of the receivers are change of pace guys at best at best, but you can tell because he got so many yards on so few catches that, that honestly, uh, they were probably wide. He's probably wide open on a lot of these because of the, of the attention that Devonte Adams, uh, requires. So, and, but scant the, the one key is the, that Valdez Scantling is doubtful for this game. We don't know if he's going to play or not, but he hasn't practiced yet. And uh, it would be huge. It would be huge for them to be without him. Not that he's a, some great difference maker of a receiver, but he's a big body, uh, big body, fast guy that they like to that they like to tear the roof off uh, off with. And then they they did get uh, Randall Cobb back, and he's another guy that uh, even though he's up there in the years, he can still be speedy and still get past the defense uh, and. Aaron Rodgers has a great rapport with him also from playing with him for so many years in the past. So uh, these are, these are things that we're going to be looking for 
when it gets closer to game time. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to be looking close to that, to that injury report tomorrow. And really Saturday, it's probably going to be all the way up till Saturday till they make a decision about Scantling. So, but if they don't, if Scantling does play, that's going to allow them to open up four wide, four wide. And uh, which I think if they try that, it really could be a detriment for them because the 49ers are only going to rush four. <laughs> They're only going to rush four. So uh, that's, and if you're, if you don't have anybody to chip Bosa and, and not take those other guys one-on-one, you're, you're in for a long day. That offensive line is going to be in for a long day. So um, they're, they're going to have to dink and dunk their way all the way down the field. I feel, um, but uh, their, their defense may be helped by the weather. But there's, uh, but there's a chance the 49ers run all over this team and, uh, and control the clock anyway uh, because they're – I mean, Devondre Campbell has been a tackle machine at, uh, at 146 tackles uh, as a, at the linebacker spot, and he had 102 solo tackles. So, I mean, he could tackle. And he's – so you don't – not that he – not that uh, – he he's been great for them this season. I think that that's really what they had been missing in the past uh, in their defense is that linebackers that can tackle. But it's going to be different because Kyle – because of the way Kyle runs this offense, it's not going to just be, oh, well, he just needs to read the play. It's going to be a lot of motion around and, and eye discipline. So, and we saw in the Cowboy game that uh, Micah Parsons really struggled, really struggled with that. And great linebacker. He had a ton of tackles, ton of sacks, but he struggled. No sacks. He had a ton of sacks, but no sacks in this game. So it'll be, and not that, uh, not that uh, Devondre Campbell is, is a sack guy. I think he only has like two and a half sacks for the season, but they got a couple of guys uh gary and uh and preston smith that have been that have been getting sacks i mean they've got i think they both have nine so it's it's the opportunity is there uh but i didn't want to say barnes and uh barnes and gary are solid at the linebacker spot but they but they can be taken advantage of in the running game i think that they're going to try and be rush those guys the fact that gary has nine and a half sacks tells me that they're they're going to want to blitz him a lot and which is going to take him out of position for the run game. And I just, uh, I really think their run defense overall is lackluster. I mean, they, they get abused in the, in the run game. The only difference is, is that for whatever reason, uh, not, not for whatever reason, because of Jimmy, because we have Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, uh, our teams just like to stack the box and, I fully expect them to just stack the box. Uh, we, I was watching uh, Rich Madrid would put on some tape the other day of them playing Green Bay playing the, uh, the Browns. And it was a very close game. And it looked like the Browns did what the 49ers are probably going to want to do, uh, which it made a whole bunch of sense and uh, around the running game because they don't have a quarterback. Uh, do I think that um, – that their quarterback is better than Jimmy. I think it's kind of a wash. I think they're different quarterbacks, but, uh, but for the most part, uh, I think that, uh, that there's not much, I mean, it's just different the way that they play, but the, uh, but I think that they're going to want to do the same thing. Both of those guys struggle 
at getting yards and 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 completing drives and like uh, continuing drives. So it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting thing right away. Like because uh, Kyle is going to try and run the ball right away. I I kind of and I'll get back and I'll get into it when I get to the offense part. But uh, but yeah, I think it's gonna be an interesting whole interesting matchup. Uh, but they've got uh, Eric Stokes uh, has become a solid draft pick at, for them at corner. Uh, I, th- I, I really, I thought that he was going to be soft coming out of college. I, I didn't really, people were kind of tying him to the 49ers. I did not want uh, Eric Stokes. I thought that he was, he was just too soft for the, for the 49ers. Um, but he's, he's been a, he's been a, he's been solid. He's been solid. He only has one pick, but, uh, but I think he's been solid for them especially with Zaire uh, Alexander going down for most of the season. Uh, the fact that, uh, that it's just, he's been the main guy uh, out there and on his rookie season. Great. I mean, good job by him. Even if he does only have one pick, uh, I mean, they're 13 and four, so he hasn't been taken advantage of that much. And, uh, but uh, Jair Alexander back for this game after a really long stint on the IR, I think he went out after week four. So, how does how how does he look just coming in cold and in a cold weather game how do how does that look and i think the same thing about bakhtiari uh how do these guys look being out for so long and and then coming up against a niner team that wants to hit you in the mouth i don't know <laughs> but as a darius smith also another guy back for this game another all pro guy that's that's back for this game how did, uh, that hasn't played pretty much all season. How, how does he look uh, just coming back for this game? I, I don't know if that is necessary. Now, granted, these are all all pro players, but do you mess with your continuity when you're 13 and four? Uh, granted, you lost your last game again, but you sat a bunch of guys against uh, Detroit. I, I, don't, I don't know if I do. Uh, I don't know if I do. I, th- I think I might give them a whole nother week of practice, uh, even though they're going against, I mean, it's do or die. Like, uh, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I did that, but uh, I think that that, uh, that might be an advantage for the 49ers. Uh, but uh, that's what I'm talking about. What can these guys give after such a long layoff, even though they're all pros will be uh, it, it. Another part is it's going to be really interesting to see if, if they use bear these bear fronts uh, to take away the outside zone runs and to take away the run in general, uh, I'm, I'm interested because that's what they did in the first game. And it, it's going to, it's just, uh, but the first game, I want to, I want to speak on this uh, cause I hear a lot of green Bay people talking all this stuff about, Oh, uh, I mean, even the guy on locked on uh, Packers had the nerve to say that the R corners then on week three were better than the corners we've got now which we had josh norman and uh who was the other guy at the time we had josh norman and uh and some guy that's not even on the team anymore <laughs> uh that day for fitzpatrick <laughs> like uh that on that day and then oh and lenore uh they're not even playing anymore so don't even so 
do not think that this is going to be the same thing. And you still, in, in with those terrible corners, you still barely won. The Packers barely won that game on a, off of a field goal. So all you Green Bay fans that think that this is going to be, oh, whatever, whatever, the 49ers want whoop-de-whoop, it, it's coming. It's coming. It's not going to be the same. It's not going to be the same. I'm just letting you know. Um, but let's get to the let's get to the 49er offense and let's get us prepared for what we're going to see uh, this this Saturday. Uh, offense has no injuries. Uh, and and that's part of what I was just talking about. This this team is probably the healthiest it's been all year. And we thought that a couple of people were going that went down last last week in the Cowboys game during the Cowboys game. I was uh, it, it really made me nervous because. I mean, like uh, when I saw Bosa go down and when I saw uh, Fred Warner go down and when I saw Jordan Willis get hurt and then I saw Ebicom go down, I was just like, oh, this is the worst time, the possible time for this stuff to happen. But it turns out that they were all, they're all going to play this week. It looks like they're all going to play. But I just want to talk about the offense first. No injuries on the offense. Offense is completely different from the first meeting. Uh, there was no identity the first time the Packers played the 49ers this season. And, uh, but Jimmy does have a bum thumb and shoulder. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I couldn't tell you how that, how that works. Uh, but uh, how does that affect his already erratic accuracy? Uh, and, and especially in this weather and the cold. Uh, not that he can probably really feel his hand anyway, because they probably shot him up full of, uh, full of drugs just to numb his hand but uh but yeah it's going to be really interesting to see how he throws in this weather with the shoulder because supposedly that's the reason why his throws were so erratic in the last game in the second half yeah against the Cowboys was uh was his shoulder uh, we're going to get to Jimmy later but um, this offense has become downright explosive all the other pieces on this offense are just they're just wait they're just little time bombs waiting to go off and uh when given the opportunity by Jimmy when put in the right spot if they get the the ball put in the right spot and get they get led in stride they're these these guys are going to break tackles <laughs> they're going to break tackles they're going to get physical they're going to hit these uh, these corners in the mouth on run on rundowns and it's going to be it's going to be really, it's going to be a really physical game. And so I, I'm really, I don't think of the Packers as a physical team. So, and I feel, I've always felt like, not always felt like, but I feel, I felt like this since the beginning of the playoffs, that that is what makes the 49ers have a chance, even though they didn't have the greatest record, even though they're going to go on the road, every single one of these games is that the fact that they're just, they are who they are and the physical nature and the fact that they want to beat you up on rundowns and it just sets up the pass because after you've been blocked and blocked and blocked and blocked uh, and then you got to go out in coverage, it just, it ends up leaving guys open because they're just tired. So, um, but uh, Debo, the D Debo is the unquestioned best player and uh, leader of this offense. He, you see him leading the guys out of the tunnel every single week with the boom box. And 
uh, Debo is the unquestioned. The fact that he called his shot in that last game, in that Cowboys game, I hope everybody got to see that tape. It was, but yeah, I hope, I hope everybody got to see that. That was, uh, it was a great moment. I would say in Niners history, uh, the fact that he would just call his shot the way he did. It was, uh, yeah, it was a great moment in that game. And uh, I hope he does it more <laughs> because if he can, if he can just do that at will, uh, I mean, why are we not doing it more? Uh, but uh, the defense is going to have to pay attention to Debo the whole time, which opens up everything for all the other weapons on this team. Uh, I, Elijah Mitchell, perfect compliment to Debo's style because he, he hits those holes so hard and he has gotten so good at finding, at finding the holes in the zone read in the zone read. And it's uh he is just for him to be a rookie and running the way that he has, it is, uh, it is amazing. And, and uh, tip of the hat to Bobby Turner for finding him in the first place. I, that, that guy has been an epiphany this season. So, uh, but I, you, he is moving like a true wide receiver one. And I said this earlier in the season that, uh, that I thought that, he was starting to look more like that wide receiver. He had that wide receiver one potential and he was just cooking Trevon Diggs. I mean, Trevon Diggs didn't know where to look. And, uh, and this is, it goes right back to Jimmy. This guy, this man is just destroying people. All you got to do is get him the ball. All you got to do is get him the ball. And the fact that he's just as wide open as he had been in that last game. Uh, he only had five catches, 66 yards, but he could have probably, he could have had over hundred yards in that game. If you would have just, if Jimmy would have just paid attention. So, and, and been able to just hit bunny throws. So, um, but uh, Kittle has become an afterthought in this offense at this point. Uh, not that I should rephrase that. It's not that he's an afterthought. Uh, but he's just become a big decoy and he had one catch for 18 yards last game. Uh, but it's a testament to ever all the other weapons on this team that he's able to only have one catch for 18 yards and they win. I don't think we could have said that uh, last season or, uh, or the season before that it, it's, it's a testament to all. I think that people have paid attention to Kittle and Debo and they think that that's all we got but every game they in for a rude awakening that's fine if they don't know if they don't know these guys names that's fine you want to call Nick Bosa Joey Bosa and uh, that's fine uh you want to call Debo Debo Samuel and all the other nonsense it's fine you don't know us that's the way we like it because you're going to know us at the end of this game so it's it's going to be uh yeah it's it's gonna but Kittle i i I look for him to be a factor in this game because teams have just been watching him block the hell out of everybody. <laughs> and, uh, and he's, and because he's gotten such low productivity, I fully expect them to start to give, to put more attention on uh, most of the attention on Debo and maybe those other receivers and let Kittle kind of run wild. I mean, because what, who's going to, who's going to guard him is the question. Uh, like uh, I thought he might take advantage of the Cowboys safeties in the last game, but it just didn't even look like that was part of the plan. So who knows? Uh, but uh, Jennings, Mr. Third down, if you will, 
uh, he is the key to the running game. He's become the key to the running game. I, I like to say Kittle is, but uh, and Kittle is a huge part of the running game. But I think what really has unlocked the uh, this running game and the fact that they can run on those eight and nine man boxes is that Jennings is huge. He's a humongous wide receiver and who has just a mean streak and he's uh, he just wears down corners and safeties. He's and he, and after the play, he's gonna get a couple of shots in. I know everybody saw him get the shot on Trevon Diggs uh, in the last game. It's he's going, he's just his physical nature. You got Debo with his uh, with him blocking and him just running through tackles, and then you got Jennings who's just trying to hit somebody. That's really all he's doing out there. And he's trying to hit somebody, and it's wearing down those defenses, and it gets them. Uh, it makes the it takes away their discipline. So, um, but I fully, I fully expect, uh, Elijah Mitchell to get 25 plus carries as usual. Uh, well, it's going to be a similar game plan to the one against the Cowboys. Uh, they want this game to be physical and punishing, especially in that weather. They want got, they want to wear down this defense. Um, so ball security is going to be key with the weather. They've got to make sure that they don't get the ball knocked out of their hands. And, uh, and I think they're going to want Jimmy to throw even less than he did last game. He only had 25 attempts last game. I think they might, uh, I think they might take it all the way down to 20 or less. Um, it just depends on how the run game goes, uh, because I don't know if they're going to be able to run on them like they did the one year where Jimmy only had to throw the ball like a couple of times, but, um, but, I, but I think that they might, they might be looking to keep Jimmy's throws to a minimum. So uh, let's move on to the defense. The so Bosa, Willis, uh, Amber Thomas is are is questionable in this game. Uh, I believe every I believe all of them are going to play in this game. Uh, how does D'Amico? The question is how does D'Amico scheme up this game against Rodgers? Uh, D'Amico's game plans have become fascinating TV to watch. Uh, every every game where you think, okay, well, how is he going to scheme around? And, and I mean, the corner, the fact that he didn't have corners, he had a rookie corner on one side that was not good at the, in the, when he first had him starting and you could see Ambry's just growth in this system. And now if you watch his tape from the cowboy game, that kid is showing off some click and close. That's for you, Croc and uh, click and close. And he's been showing some, some real uh, uh, just ability, like uh, to read, read plays and just and just man up on guys. Like it's it it all comes down to his confidence. I think Avery uh, got his confidence back about a couple. I want to say about three games ago, and since then he's in position. He's he's looking now. He's hitting people in the like in the last game in the Cowboy game. He was hitting people, um, but but yeah. How does D D'Amico scheme this? game up because the guy's going to want to I mean they're going to want to keep the run game down to a minimum I don't worry about the run like I don't worry about the run they're not going to run on this team like uh, but how do they how does he scheme to keep Rodgers from going crazy because Aaron Rodgers is not is not Dak Prescott Dak Prescott was easily rattled uh for all you cowboys out there he's easily rattled he is not and he is not elite 
Aaron Rodgers is elite. And it's going to be really interesting to see what, uh, what D'Amico schemes up to keep, to keep the damage to a minimum. Uh, so, but uh, the D line as always is going to be the key. Uh, can they stop the run and continue to get pressure the way that they have been uh, the, the run? I mean, they've been the run, any run game coming in there is going to be anemic. They have been so good against the run, not just the D line, but the linebackers have just been, and, and I'll say this and the, uh, the corners have been good in the run game. So, but it's going to be, what makes this game interesting is the fact that the corners probably aren't going to be able to help as much in the run game on this, uh, in this one, because, because you got Aaron Rodgers back there. So, um, uh, is Warner limited by this ankle injury? That's another question. Uh, he did, he injured his ankle last game to where he couldn't finish the game. And now they thought it was going to be a major injury. Now all magically he's been full practicing all week. So, he says he's fine, so we're going to trust in, in Warner, but how does that look? How is that going to look? He, uh, Roger really, Rogers really uh, has a lot of respect for Fred Warner, and so I'm, I'm interested to see if that affects any of the, any of the ways that, that Rogers, approaches, uh, Rogers approaches this. Um, but uh, Aziz and Greenlaw, I believe, are willing and able to pick up the slack that uh, if Warner – isn't as great. Aziz has been phenomenal all season. Greenlaw came out like uh, with his hair on fire in the last couple of games. So I just I want I want to see I want to see the same. We just have so much depth at linebacker, uh, and it's it is really just interesting to see how D'Amico just kind of puts these guys constantly puts these guys in positions to succeed, and uh, it's just. I'm really kind of sad that he's already getting head coaching uh, interviews, but it is what it is. When you have a guy that's, that's doing what he's done with this, with this, uh, with this squad this year, it's, I mean, you got to expect it. So, uh, but Ambry's injury it, to me is the most concerning. Can he play at the high level? He has been in the, in the weather with the injury. We'll see. He's a rookie. And uh, that's really what scares me is that, if he was a vet, I would know that he knows his limits. He knows what he can and can't do, get away with in weather like this. Uh, but with him being a rookie, I'm just – I'm kind of cautious as to how they're, how they're going to play it. Um, does, uh, does Bosa take advantage of Bakhtiari coming off his injury? Yeah, Bosa's coming off of a, of a possible concussion, but, uh, but I don't think that's going to affect his, his physical – he looked fine from what they said in practice today. So <clears throat> can he take advantage of Bakhtiari, who's just coming back off an of injury and from the Detroit game, but he's had a couple more weeks to, or another week to, to rest up. Can he uh, take advantage of that? And I think the answer is yes. And which makes me think that they're probably going to give Bakhtiari help like every other team does. So I fully expect to see uh, chips and double teams on Bosa and, uh, but look for D'Amico to do some of the things that he did against the Cowboys, uh, which was do a lot of twists and stunts just to get Bosa matched up on their lesser on the lesser guys. So, um, they've got a, they've got a rookie in at center that I think that they're going to want to take advantage of because 
you got Eric Armstead and, and DJ Jones in the middle who have just been monsters in the middle. So do they take advantage of this rookie uh, who has been solid for the, uh, for Green Bay, but uh, do they take advantage of him? So I, like uh, there's a lot of ifs in this game and a lot of stuff, that, a lot of unknowns because of the whole coming back from injuries thing. And we just haven't seen what they're going to look like uh, with all these guys back. So, but I tend to think, I tend to think that this, the defensive line is going to wreak havoc again. Uh, I do feel that the green, that green Bay is going to try what they did last game, which is get the ball out early. And they are going to try to uh, make quick throws underneath. They're going to try and get and do some of the things that really was open for the Cowboys. Uh, Dak just refused to dink and dunk, but, uh, but I feel like the dink and dunk is there if uh, for Rogers, if he wants it and, but he's going to have to do it all the way down the field. And it's going to be a question of, do our corners or in our secondary in general start to try and jump routes. And that's where that's when uh, Aaron Rodgers goes for the jugular. Um, but if Scantling uh, having Tartan and Ward healthy at this, I just want to say this, having Tartan Ward healthy at this time of the year, like fully healthy is humongous because they are the, the obviously the best two guys in our secondary. They are leaders on the field and, uh, they are really what makes these makes this this zone scheme work, and it's it's going to be it's going to be huge having them fully healthy for the playoffs. I just think it's because in every other playoff in 2019, uh, Tart was banged up, and and I thought that that really kind of affected him in the Super Bowl. So um, I just I just think that he's going to be it's it's going to be really huge that they stay healthy. Uh, if Scantling doesn't play, I believe it's a huge loss for Rodgers against this defense uh, because I think they really want to go to that four wide four wide look, and uh, and I don't think that they can do that if the Scantling doesn't play. And Cobb is an X factor against Kwan because even though Cobb's up there in years, he's still got some speed. And what do you? Uh, and we saw Kwan get burnt, <laughs> get burnt. If he if you can get him to cut in coverage. K1 can be burnt. He doesn't have, he's not fast. He's just kind of quick and uh, he's a great slot corner, but he can be had deep. So, um, but uh, so that's a couple of factors uh, on the defense. Defense needs to, to make, like I said, defense needs to make Rogers dink and dunk all the way down the field, force their offense into, and force their offense into field goals. Uh, if they can force Rogers into field goals, play that bend, but don't break, uh, defense i think that the 49ers will be in good shape uh rogers is going to look for pi calls you can bet on it uh i was shocked that dallas didn't throw it up more often to try and get him uh and but i fully expect aaron Rodgers to be throwing balls when he gets starts to get frustrated from dinking and dunking he's just going to start throwing the ball up to try and get those pi calls and i mean because it's worked in the past against the 49ers not against this group since Ambry and uh, and Eman have been starting, but uh, but I mean, why not? Why not? The league has basically told you that uh, that they don't want to see defense, <laughs> and so 
So why not try to get the PI called? They've been calling it all season. So I, if I was them, I would try it. And uh, so my prediction in this game is going to be 49. And it might not sound, it might not sound like, it might sound like I'm really worried about this game, but my prediction is going to be, and I am, but the, my prediction is going to be 49ers 26, Packers 23. Yes, I'm predicting a win. <laughs> Although I think Jimmy will have to lead them down for the, for the winning field goal. I just, I just, in my heart, I feel like that's what's going to end, end up having to happen, whether it, it's going, it's going to be the, that's going to be the deciding factor. I feel, uh, I believe in D'Amico Ryan's defensive strategy. And I think they'll, and I think that he's going to make the Packers one dimensional. I just, I see it coming. I just see it the way that he likes to put people in place. Um, I believe Rodgers is going to get frustrated and start throwing the ball up, looking for PI calls. Just talked about that. The, the refs will, I, I believe that the refs are not going to be, they're going to get really involved in this game. And uh, the refs are not going to be so kind to the 49ers uh, because they were against the, the Cowboys got the bulk of it last, last game uh, because of their undisciplined play. But the, the reality is, is the NFL doesn't like physical running teams. And that might be a cop. Uh, my, some people might think that that's a cop out to say some stuff like that, but it's just reality. The, the NFL does not like to see teams be physical and run the ball and play defense. They, that's not why they changed all these rules. They changed all these rules so that you would throw the ball all around the yard. And uh, that, so they, they want to see an Aaron Rodgers able to do whatever he wants out there. So I fully expect PI calls. I fully expect holding calls against the uh against 49ers in the running game um i fully expect to to see it and it may be a deciding factor i don't know but i'm predicting that the 49ers are going to win 26 23 uh, at the end of the day the 49ers only go as far as jimmy is able to make timely throws and not cause timely turnovers he cannot turn the ball over if he turns the ball over more than once it is that if they if the 49ers in general if they turn over the and that includes special teams which i never talk about in my videos but they're terrible but but and this is a big but the uh the packers uh special teams actually rank lower than the 49ers they're dead last in the league <laughs> they have the dead last special teams in the league so it's it's going to be about turnovers and because of this weather and it, it's do the 49ers keep from turning the ball over. If they can keep the turnovers uh, to one or less, I think that they're going to win this game. If they don't, it's going to be, it's going to be bad. And it may not be bad. They may, they may just lose the game, but I just had this feeling if it could be a avalanche, if they get more than more than one turnover. So, um, but thank you guys so much for watching, listening. Uh, I'm going to see you all after the game. You know, I'm going to put another pod out and I might have a little bit, a bit of surprise on how I do the pod. So, uh, uh, cause I've been working on some things, but, uh, yeah, I just want to thank you guys again for this whole season. So excited to be in the, in the playoffs. Um, we're going to, we're, we're really going for the night. We really want the Niners to win. We, I really think they can win. It's just all about, it's all about ball security, all about, but let's, let's just be all be, be the Niner faithful that we all are and have ultimate faith in our team, 
ultimate faith in uh we're gonna have as much faith in jimmy as we possibly can but uh once again thank you guys and go niners